We don't ask with respect. We don't offer friendship, but we do offer the Godfather uh, Minute. Yeah. And that's the show we're doing today. I'm Alex Robinson. And I'm your co-host, Andy Robinson. And this is the show where we break down the Godfather one minute at a time. And I want to try out some Italian. E minuto sei. Now, what does that mean? Ales- Alessandro, e minuto sei. Si. That means it is the sixth minute. Oh, I like how you're going to learn every... I- Minute in Italian, so by the should. end you'll speak, you'll be able to say every number, every minute number in Italian, and then I'll be able to become an accountant in Italy. Mm, right? Yeah, it's true. A lot of money in those numbers. I, I don't know. Yeah, I'll run a numbers racket in Italy, but I'll only know numbers. People right. will say like, "Hey, what's the, like, what's the the play on this team?" I'll just, be like, I, I don't understand. I could just say numbers. Yeah. I don't know if that'll work. <laughs> yeah, totally. Just take the bite. But I think I owe it to our listeners to learn every number, at least every minute, in Italian. Now, can you say it again so I can learn it and our audience can repeat along with you? Sure. A. A. I think so. I think so. No, no, no. That's that's (laughs) English. Let me start over. (laughs) A. A. Minuto. Minuto. No, minuto. Minuto. Sei. Sei. That's it. S-E-I. Sei. Sei. A minuto sei. A minuto sei. That means... The sixth minute. The sixth minute. I like it. Yeah. Different okay. from menudo, which is often in Spanish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, uh, let's discuss minute say. Mm-hmm. Say, say, say. Uh, <laughs> it starts off with... Um, with the corpse valet. <laughs> Minuto say begins with the corpse <laughs> valet. Uh, Bonacera is uh, petitioning the Don for uh, to help him out with his uh, his daughter's little uh, problems there. <laughs> Her little problems of getting oh. beat up whenever your jaw yeah, wire. A little, little problem. <laughs> a little wire in your jaw. Yeah, you guys don't sweat the small stuff. That's the <laughs> lesson of this. Uh, but it starts off with uh, the Don explaining why uh, Bonacera. He understands why he didn't come to him. You had a good trade. You made a good living. The police protected you, and there were courts of law. Mm-hmm. So uh, there you go. That's why he understands because Bonacera was totally uh, assimilated and mainstream mm-hmm. and so on. So uh, I have to compliment you on your on your Don Corleone impression. I oh, think it's thank improved you. From previous minutes. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. Grazie. <laughs> e minuto se. <laughs> so uh, do you agree with the Don here? Do you, th- do you think the Don is being? Is the Don look at Bonacera? Is he like, no, oh, yeah, you had your courts of law and your police and all that, but you missed a big shot. Like, do you think he is, does he think Bonacera is a sucker for believing in the American system? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I, watching the movie, I felt like he was much more serious than he was in the book. I think we said this earlier in the book. He's, he's really playing Bonacera. He's like, oh, you believed in courts. You believed in politicians. Why don't you go to them? Oh, yeah. yeah. What, are you going to cry? What, are you going to cry? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> smack him around. <laughs> yeah. No, he doesn't smack him around. But I feel like in the movie, it's much the tone is much more serious, that he's not being sarcastic. He's not playing him. Yeah. He's really trying to make a point. So, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I have a note for later on, but I don't want to burn it up here. <laughs> um, yeah. I also think it's interesting that he says, uh, and there were courts of law. 
Oh, interesting. Implying that like he's past the point, like you're you're caught in a good deal yeah. here, like you know. It's almost, my world now. It's a, exactly. It's as if <laughs> as if the Godfather knows Bonacera can't come back. He can never go even, back. Even almost just walking in there, he's taken a step over. He's crossed that line. That's true. Um, yeah, it is interesting, the, the two competing philosophies. So they get into his request, which is he asks him to kill these boys, basically. Mm-hmm. And, and the Godfather says... Um, no, that's we can't do that. That's not justice. So what what do you think about their two competing philosophies of justice? Is it justice in, in your Alex Robinson's values uh, to kill someone who has done that to your daughter? Well, they're not he's not gonna kill them. They're not murderers. That's true. He's just gonna that's not justice. He's you know so do I think it's right that he beats them up? I don't know. It's a tough thing to say. Yeah. Because uh, you don't want it to just be like every person who has a grudge then suddenly goes out and, and mm-hmm. you know, that's anarchy. That's people just beating each other up like crazy. Yeah. Uh, Yet we are taught that when someone does an injustice against you, you're supposed to get them back with, with a kind of a step more, a step higher to teach that bully. We'll just use the, the bully on the playground. Wait, so, we're taught that? Well, I mean, in general, that's that's yeah. the the mindset is that when someone does something, you're supposed to get them back, but a little bit. You hit back twice as hard. Twice as hard <laughs> to teach them, hey, don't yeah. screw, don't screw with me in the first place. Yeah, you so seem I, to have gone to a different school than I did. I don't remember <laughs> being taught that particular lesson. You, you taught me that, brother. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, that's an interesting thing because from a certain from a certain point of view, the government is basically just the mob, like. It's another gang. Yeah. It's like, hey, we're the ones who make the rules. We offer you protection. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have, we're, we're fair and we're just, theoretically. But, you know, like, if if there's violence to be done, we're the only ones allowed to do it. Like, yeah. not not like regular people. Yeah, that's fine. That's so clear now that you're, you're, that you're saying that to me now. Mm-hmm. But that's exactly right. I don't even, I don't think I had thought of the government as just another gang or it's organized, organized crime. Right. And hopefully not crime. Yeah. But plenty of crime takes place in, in government channels. Yeah, it's true. It's a, uh, and look, we're all, we all pay with our taxes. We all pay, uh, you know, we're all getting extortionized here. Yeah, and the only thing is we don't have to, well, I was going to say we don't have to kiss the ring of the Godfather, but don't we? I mean, yeah, every day. Anyway, you've, you're talking, we're uh, here on Libertarian Radio. You can give us a call. Uh-huh. Well, anyway, yeah, so. Um, <laughs> Radio Free Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's competing value systems. The, the 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 Don, by operating outside the law, he sees himself as being almost like he has to be an honorable person. Yeah, like he's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm not just going to kill people because that's not like that's not uh, yeah, that's not justice. So, what would you have done, Alex? What Alex, if you had, if you were the Godfather, what would you do? What would you do? Well, what if I was the godfather and Bonacera was coming to me? Yes. Oh, I would have him killed. You'd, you'd have Bonacera killed? Totally. Because he didn't pay proper tribute? He didn't ask for respect? Well, we're not up to it yet, but, well, actually, at this point, I would not have killed him. But later on, he does, I, he does say something that I think was a, uh, 
Oh, yeah. And oh, that's next minute, isn't no, it? No, no, in this minute where he says, how much shall I pay you? Oh, that's right. And uh, so that's, that's when he, that's, to me, that was like an insult to the Don. Now, Should why we, is that an insult? Because it implies that he doesn't have any honor, that he'll just, hey, if you have the money, he'll do whatever you want, oh, no yeah. matter how wrong it mm-hmm. is or anything He's not like operating that. from a value system. Yeah, whereas the Don at least tells himself that he is... He's an honorable person. Mm-hmm. He's doing what he had to do because he was forced to do it. Yeah. And as we see in Godfather 2, he's kind of, you know, he can't get honest work. So he yeah. kind of has to become a, uh, a criminal. At least yeah. that's how he sees it. Yeah. He wants to be the one uh, pulling the strings. Yeah. That didn't make sense. So do you think it's a, do you think when he, because to me the line when he says, oh, uh, how, how much shall I pay you? That to me seems to really change the tone of mm-hmm. the because that's when the Don gets up, puts the cat down. That's when we see Tom and uh, and uh, Sonny in the background. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to me, that was, seems like he's really because uh, the Don at no point at that point has not even mentioned anything about money or payment. You know, he's mm-hmm. all off until this point. He's all about respect. Oh, you don't even have me for a cup of coffee. My yeah. dear, my daughter, my, mm-hmm. my wife is the godmother to your daughter. And then he's like, "Well, how much do I pay you?" Like. Yeah, like a hired gun. Yeah. And that, but you're right, it does change the tone. He puts the cat down, he stands up. It's clearly, he's adding insult to injury. Yes. And the Don's, I think, at this point, trying to reframe how he approaches Bonacera. Because right. he doesn't want to just tell him what to do. He wants, he wants him to come on his own free will. Exactly, yeah. Because that's the, the power of the Don. He's not yeah. forcing anyone to make these choices. <laughs> that would have be been funny if he kept, like, drop, <clears throat> he kept dropping hints. And then Bonacera was like, $1,000? $2,000? Those are the deleted scenes. <laughs> it's like an hour and a half of, of, of the Godfather being like, Boy, if, if anyone would just ask me politely, just say please. And I would totally do it. $90,000. That is my final offer. Well, not even just money starts offering all kinds of oddballs. The, yeah. You want me to paint funny faces on the corpses that I process? <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> I don't know. It's just he's drawing straws because oh, yeah. Don doesn't want a hundred grand. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, the next w- funeral, half off. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so also he says um, when he's listing why he's he's frustrated with Buenos Aires, he says, you didn't even you didn't even think to call me Godfather. Yeah, ding, which is the name of the movie. Oh, uh, was that the first time it was? No, I think I think the we didn't mention it, but I think he's. Oh no, he says Godfather to your only child. I think this yeah. is the first time he says it Godfather. Might be, yeah, yeah. So the, yeah. the titular Godfather, and and bringing it back to that iconic cash cow font and logo, <laughs> right? Yeah. Every time he says Godfather, you hear they should have a little dollar sign <laughs> in the coins. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Lyra. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he doesn't even think to call me Godfather. Like, that's the. Do you think um, the Don is. Because when we, we see him come to America, he basically is a self made mm-hmm. guy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, it's not like he rose under the tutelage of another crime boss. Mm-hmm. He didn't mm-hmm. team up with. Uh, what was that guy's name? The guy from Godfather 2, the, the bad guy, the. Uh, oh, uh, the, the dark hand. Yeah. The, the, What's his name? No. Anyway, he did, it's not like he worked with him. So yeah. do you think the Don is modeling himself after some like role male like crime figure in Sicily who was like an honorable That's a good question. At this point in the book, you know, I'm reading make my yeah. way through the book. Mm-hmm. It doesn't doesn't talk about that. Like doesn't, how how what his thoughts yeah. were in becoming 
coming to be the godfather and how he sees his role. It does a little bit, but yeah. they don't talk about a role model. Yeah. I do think that he thinks of his work as a profession in some way, and he respects Bonacera because mm-hmm. he, I think he says it at some point too, and it's in the book how you're an undertaker, you, you've created this life for yourself. I'm making up the dialogue uh, now. Yeah. You, create, you have a good job, you pay your taxes, you believe in the laws. So I think um, maybe he does consider it another profession. Obviously, it's more than that. And he sees he has more of a responsibility to provide for his family. But maybe that's it. It was the way he provided for his family. Bonacera did or Vito? No, Vito. Yeah. Um, so you think he does have respect for Bonacera? I think he does. Because he's yeah. a you know, businessman. He's going yeah. around. Yeah. Because he he's an immigrant, Man. too, and carved and made a good life for himself. I yeah. think he uses those words. Um. Yeah. So then, um, I know in the last few seconds, he that's when he puts the cat down, and for the first time, camera, uh, you see the two other people in the room, which I think is fantastic because that whole first, the first five minutes, the first two or three minutes, he, it's just Bonacera, and then you see the Godfather in this yeah. minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you would have thought, I would have thought it was just these two guys in the room, especially right. how. Although you did see someone hand a drink. That's true. Yeah, that was the first indication. Yeah. yeah, The first sign of power. Yeah. Well, second sign. Bonus era comes to him, and then someone's yeah. handing him a drink. Who do you think? He didn't even it? have to ask for it. He said, you know you've made it. Yeah. But people are just giving, handing you drinks, and you, you hadn't even asked for you it. You mean Bonus era, then? So you're talking about Bonus has made it. No, no. I'm talking about <laughs> Corleone has made it. Well, well, they weren't handing him the drink. Oh, that's right. They were handing Bonus Well, well I don't get a drink. Why are you treating me so disrespectfully? <laughs> and then the person who handed him the drink has to go through that whole thing. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> should I give you $10? <laughs> More deleted scenes. Yeah. It's a lot of people don't understand how things work oh, in, the, uh, in the, the Don's office today. That's, that's why it's so frustrating. Yeah. In the Godfather's life, he gets caught up in these little side <laughs> feedback loops where yeah. people don't show the proper respect. Do we know who hands him the drink? I'm sure it's in the script, but oh, who do you think it is? Do you oh, think it's Tom? Great question. Yeah, because we know Tom Hagen, the consigliere, is in the room, and mm-hmm. Santino, his uh, eldest son, is in the room. Hmm. I'm going to think it's Santino because Santino is standing hmm. and is near him. But w- yet it's more of a role for Tom. I was going to say it's more of a Tom thing. Yeah. Because Sonny's more like he's too big for that kind of a thing. Yeah. Whereas Tom is a bit more because he's a, cause he's German Irish. He's more like humble and like, all right, well, I guess he kind of has a more of a, of a, uh, ser- not a servant role, but. So know, he's more seeing to the Godfather's needs. He's, he's more of a, He's kind of a personal assistant in addition to a political advisor, right? Yeah, con- yeah, concierge and uh and uh yeah, he's the one we see him doing errands for mm-hmm. for for the don. He, he, but but he's not taking his dry cleaning, he's not booking his flights. He's not doing those kinds of personal assistant things. I think you're right. I think it's Tom Hagen. Another indication in the book, they say that Santino during this entire scene, mm-hmm. Santino is a, is there to to watch how his father deals with these situations. Uh, but in the book, Puso writes that uh, Santino is, uh, his mind is looking, he's looking out the window because he's drawn to the wedding, all the festivities. Mm-hmm. He's really eager to get out there and start partying, yeah. which we'll talk about more in the wedding scene. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, so you know, I think, I think Santino I, wants to be partying. You know what that means. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, heck yeah. <laughs> um. 
Yeah, and that's the end of the minute is uh, is Tom putting down. So Tom's also drinking a drink. So maybe while he was mm. making a drink, he made what he gave made one for Bonus Era. Mm, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, and then it, the minute ends with Tom, with Tom putting down his drink and the Don standing up and getting ready for round two with mm-hmm. Bonus Era. Bonus Era. <laughs> to, to lay Coming on the back. line with them. <laughs> yeah. There was an interesting, uh, interesting way Don Corleone phrased something. He said, you asked me to do murder. I always thought that was an odd way of saying to it. To do murder. To do murder. Well, English is a second language. Yeah, and I wondered if that was maybe yeah. in Italian, that is the way you say it. Oh, I to, wonder. To murder someone is you're doing murder. Instead of committing murder. Yeah, it's the or same. just murdering. It really is the same thing. Committing, like, are you going to do murder or are you going to commit murder? It's really the same thing. Yeah. yeah commit really and do are like the same, yeah. I don't know, commit. I bet to, it does come from Italian. Yeah. Like they're to, to do murder. Is that in the book as well? Do you remember? Mm, I'll have to check. Okay. Yeah, I'll I didn't, go, I'll I didn't mean back. to put you on the spot, but... Yeah. Well, I had it in my notes, but I didn't look back. I don't remember seeing it right, in, the, uh, yeah. in the book. Because uh, I wonder how much wiggle room there was uh, for the, the improvisation. The dialogue. Stuff. Yeah. Well, wasn't Marlon Brando known for being a little freewheeling with the dialogue? Yeah. Well, he definitely did not want didn't memorize it. Yeah. But I don't know if he read the cue cards word for word or whether he just kind of like was, you know, got the gist of it. Across, yeah. So. Well, he does a fine job yeah. in this minute and all subsequent minutes. Yeah, I have the complete screenplay book here, but <clears throat> it's it's the same thing that's in the movie. So mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, but I don't know if this is based on what wound up in the movie or whether this was the script. Yeah, they were, yeah, they sure. They were working on. Uh, I tried to find out the price of a funeral in 1945. Oh, interesting. And I went on the internet and I could not find it. Unfortunately, mm. I will surprisingly that's not easily available. Like wow, <laughs> cost of just cost of living, well, odds a, and ends activities. I, I, I did find other cost of living things like a, a gallon of gas was 15 cents. Oh my gosh, I'll it, take it. The average house, yeah, but it's 1945 gas. So oh, it's yeah. all like it's all, yeah. Yeah, your car's all like <laughs> <laughs> like running like a The thing is you're going to spend all your money getting a 1945 car. Oh, that's where they get run you. Run on gas that gas. So yeah. <laughs> it's like a uh, like a Prius or something. You pay a lot for the car out front but keeping it running mm-hmm. is pretty cheap. Uh average house $4600 mm. and a car was $1020. That's not so expensive. That's not too bad. No. No. So you could buy a $1000 car and then you get 15 cent gas. Well, and you can according to Bonaceras the cost list you could buy like 10 to 15 murders for that cost <laughs> you could get people to do 15 murders <laughs> you wouldn't buy a lot of respect no but no. You, you could get yeah. your murders i'd say you get no of. respect no no respect uh and other news in 1945 uh ho chi minh ho chi who <laughs> ho chi minh was the uh leader in vietnam and he declared it because at the time Vietnam was a French colony, mm, and mm-hmm, he declared mm-hmm. independence from France, which owned Vietnam. Oh wow! And of course, that uh, fight for freedom would go on for another thirty years because that's the basically the Vietnam War yeah. was basically yeah. so. Uh, it's kind of, and then this movie was set in the seventies mm-hmm. when you know Vietnam was was uh, still a thing. When yeah. this movie was done. and an interesting connection is that Marlon Brando would go on to play an important role in a Vietnam movie. Oh, in the Vietnam War. In the Vietnam War. He would be <laughs> in the Airborne Division. Uh, he would be uh, Colonel... Colonel Kurtz. Kurtz? Kurtz. 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 In Apocalypse Now. Yeah. And who directed that film? Uh, who? I give up. Wasn't it Francis Ford Coppola? <laughs> it was Francis Ford <laughs> 
I almost got that wrong. No respect. <laughs> um, there were 5,000 television sets in the United States. What? In 1945. Whoa. Uh, of course, there were only 10,000 people in the whole country, so it's kind of yeah. a skewed, a skewed. That's uh, true. Wait, did you say there were only 10,000 people? There are 5,000 TV sets in yeah. the whole country. But only how many people? <laughs> I said 10,000, but <laughs> I think it's a little bit more than that. I, don't have that. I couldn't find that information on the internet. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So 5,000 TV sets, but I heard at that point they still had no channels. <laughs> it was just what would, how you turn it on. It would static. People were so entertained. Yeah. They would just make, the novelty of it. were like, oh, look at it. Like in 10 years, there will be one or two channels that yeah. we can watch things. You're like, what, do you see when you, what do you see when you look at that screen? I just see a bunch of static. You know what mm-hmm. I see? Potential. <laughs> I see money. A lot yeah. of money in that static. Well, that, white, that white static. <laughs> that white static. That, that was noise. what Salazzo originally wanted to get into. Oh, yeah. That business. White static, <laughs> programming, cable. Um, Henry Winkler. Hey. Another 70s icon. Steve Martin. Mm. Goldie Hawn. Mia Farrow. And the cute one, Davy Jones, all born in 1945. Born in 1945. Yeah. Hmm. I thought you were going to say they're originally auditioning for roles in this film. Oh, no, no. Yeah. It would be funny. They, Davy I, Jones as the godfather. <laughs> You show me no respect. <laughs> He's gonna sing all those lines. Um, but I think when people do historical movies, they should incorporate as much like trivia as they can. Oh wow! Like they should have had like Sonny reading the paper in the background, and every now and then, oh, just see here, Henry Winkler was born yeah. to this year, <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Hey, yeah. Puff, you want me to fill up your tank of fifteen cent gas down in the corner? <laughs> Go buy me one of those 5,000 TV sets yeah. that are in the but country. Pop, pop, there ain't no channels here. You got to have vision, Santino. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I think they should 19. incorporate as much. Mm-hmm. You know, Even if it's stuff that like, oh, like, oh, did you hear about this Ho Chi Minh in Vietnam? Boy, I bet that's going to end. Uh, oh. <laughs> like, well, that's actually on, on, on um, I forget what I was talking about that, but I think we came up with uh, the term uh, Picasso-ing. Mm, what's that? Which is when you have a movie, like a time travel movie, and you have someone meet someone, and you're like, oh, that kid's going to go far. What's oh, your name, yeah. son? He's like, I'm a Pablo Picasso. Uh, you know, you're like, <laughs> like, what, like doing something uh-huh. the audience will be like, oh, uh, see? Yeah. Why is it Pablo Picasso? Was, I guess was, that in some, was he in some movie, in some time travel movie? Uh, I, I don't think so. I think uh, it was just a, like, I think he was in that uh, Woody Allen. Uh, is it Midnight in Paris? Did you see that one? Yeah, I did. Oh yeah, there were a bunch of yeah. That's a, where he goes back to double Paris layer in the third travel. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. Anyway, so we'll have to keep bringing that up in our future podcast. Then different ways yeah. they could integrate historical yeah. <laughs> um, data into yeah. the filming. Well, well you, and you know, this was originally going to be take place in the seventies. Oh, we that's right. That. Yeah, that's crazy. And all the stuff they mentioned would have been like, "Hey, did you see that Rocky movie came out today? Yeah, it's going to be a big hit. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> I bet they're going to make like six of those movies eventually." <laughs> that's funny. You should bring up Rocky yeah. because who would play Adri- Adrian, Rocky's wife? Oh, Talia Shire. Who Talia Shire is the sister of? Ooh. Francis Ford, Ford Coppola. Coppola. It all comes oh. together. The only time I can really think of that they uh, that they do the Picassoing, it's not quite, is at the end of Godfather Two when they say like, "Oh, did you hear the they bombed Pearl Harbor?" Oh yeah, and they're like, "Oh, it's right. Pop's birthday," you know, like. <laughs> so that's the only time I can think of them kind of shoehorning in like a specific. Yeah. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. Michael's in the in the Marines or mm-hmm. whatever, and uh, 
you know, we see the, the Cuban revolution yeah. in part well, two. Of it. I, I also wonder how much that could potentially, we're joking about it, mm-hmm. like going over the top, but I wonder how much that could potentially take away from the story and the themes. Like if you do that, you're, <laughs> what do you I, mean if you have like, oh, Steve Martin was born today. What a crazy you know, I mean, guy. Uh, yeah, well, you're not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> what a wild and crazy day. Look Your at all baby these with the arrows. through that. <laughs> Goldie Hawn, whoa, they went overboard. <laughs> but I mean, it, it's, I mean, is it, is it a distress? It become, maybe Just it becomes that. less timeless, I'm saying. How so? I mean, this movie is about power yeah. and family, power. really about power, power, yeah. power. So if you, I don't know, I'm just wondering if you put in too much history it might take away from those themes. Well, definitely. Maybe. I mean, if you had like FT, like if you had like Harry Truman showing up or something, or what do you mean? <laughs> like, like, they Obviously, do mention World War II yeah. a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, so yeah. that's that's what's going on in 1945. Anything else going on in Minute 6? No, I, that's all I have for Minute 6. I'm looking forward to to the next few scenes. We start to learn more about, we start to see and meet um, yeah. the main characters of the movie. That's one of the great things about this movie is, like, I'm like, oh, there's so many, like, oh, I'm looking forward to the next scene, but that's, like, practically every, yeah. other than maybe Johnny Fontaine singing, and like one or two other slow moments, I could, this movie is like it never slows down. Double dynamite. It really does. It just keeps getting better. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. All right then. So, um, listeners, thank you for listening to the show. Would you like to rate the minute? Oh right. Uh well, this one you got a lot Minuto of say. You got a lot of Brando. You got the. Mm. You don't even call me Godfather. Yeah. You got the, the first mention of the word Godfather. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Is it huge? Lesson to the viewers and a bonus here about respect, yeah, about the Godfather's power. I'm gonna go ahead and give it an eight, eight out of five. Uh, yeah, it almost doubles back into a, no, I forget what the scale is. Uh, we can change it to 10. Let's go out of 10. One so, to 10, eight. one to 10. Right. Oh, no, we said we were gonna do one to five, but no, one to halves. five. That's right. Or no, do we allow halves because you really have to? Hmm, let's let's try a five. Out of five and no halves. Fives and no, because that really makes it mm-hmm. you really uh, got to settle. You know. mm-hmm. <sighs> I'll go four and a half. You can't do halves. <laughs> Come on. You got to round four it. And three round quarters, it. <laughs> four and three quarters. No, I'll say four. I, I'm going to give it four. I, I really wanted to go. I'm almost tempted to go five because there's, but like we said, you can't give every minute mm-hmm. a five. So yeah, you got to yeah. get it. But you, know, you got like, some great Brando in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great Brando. Uh, dialogue is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to give too much away, but in the next minute, we're going to see some serious dialogue. Serious. Yeah. All right. Dialogue that's even hard to listen to. It's so powerful. Yeah. So I give it a solid four. How would you like to, how would you rate our assessment of Minuto Se? Um, well, I did appreciate the um, introduction of learning Italian, and mm-hmm. I thought some of the 1945 trivia was, was okay. Uh, I think it was just a, a standard. I think our coverage was very standard yeah. in this one. And that's three? Yeah, three. Three, three is, is standard. the, three is the yeah. right down the middle. And what would be it, too? It does that if we stutter or there are a lot of long pauses or we're really just clear, Maybe, clearly yeah. making stuff up. Or just like technical, like, you know, like, like oh, some yeah. kind of buzz during the whole episode. Well, there's or plenty or... of time to put that in post-production. Oh, okay. so Maybe we shouldn't rate it yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, should... we have to rate it all after the fact, do all the other <laughs> podcasts where we rate them all. What we should do is we should rate last week's episode. Oh, yeah. Now that we've had a week to think about it. And, yeah. And uh, so, uh, so we'll rate this week's episode next week. Okay, so will we remember that? Yeah, of course we will. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, okay. So, so that's uh, it. Oh, before we go, uh, don't forget we're on Twitter at Godfather Minute. So go follow us on Twitter and uh, keep up to date on what we're doing. And uh, until then, next time, leave the, the gu- no, wait, leave the, the gun. Le- take the nope. gun. Leave, leave the cannoli on Godfather Minute. Is that right? That would have been funny if he left the cannoli and took the gun. I think that would have sent even a stronger message. <laughs> <laughs> See, well, it's a little Sicilian proverb. <laughs> yeah.